0: It's pleasant in this warm weather to work in the kitchen with the windows and doors open. Pleasant, yes, but sometimes not so practical. Dirt and dust are blown in and the kitchen linoleum soils quickly. Of course, that little problem never bothers you if you use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat on your linoleum. Dust, dirt, and spilled things, too, can be whisked off that tough glow coat film with a damp cloth. Keeping your linoleum bright and shining clean is no problem at all. Not only does glow coat give your floors a really rich and glowing luster, but it also gives them the protection they need. Gleaming glow coat actually keeps linoleum looking like new years longer. With glow coat, there's no rubbing or buffing. You merely apply and let dry. It never streaks or smudges. In just a few minutes, your linoleum comes up with a brilliant shining gloss that will protect it and make it easy to keep clean. Next time, ask for Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. See for yourself how it brings out the beauty of your floors.
1: Look on the bright side, shine up the bright side, bring out the
0: beauty. Of... Anytime you see a book on the table at 79 Wispel Vista with lipstick on it, it's because the original owner has kissed it goodbye. And here, perusing a book inadvertently left by a friend, we find a charter member of the BBOTMC, the borrowed book of the month club. Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly.
2: What are you reading, dearie?
3: Wimple's Bird Book.
2: (laughs) He left it here last
3: night. And you never read such a miss a mass information in your life. It's awful.
2: Well, if it's that bad, why do you read it? It's so
3: garbled, it it fascinates me. (laughs) This book has got more wrong answers than a nervous housewife on take it or leave it. (laughs) Look at the title, even. American Birds and Their Habits. They can't even spell habits you see
2: where there oh that word isn't habits dearie it's habitat Mm -hmm.
3: well what i want to know is what their habits are who cares where they have their habits at (laughs) any bird lover who reads this would throw eggs at the publisher
2: (laughs) say when did you become such a bird lover lover
3: (laughs) ever since the first time i had quail with wild rice
2: (laughs) What particular statement in that book are you quarreling with
3: well listen to what it says about the feeding habitats of the pelican all
2: right
3: it says the pelican feeds occasionally on other things besides fish but it definitely prefers marine life now that is ridiculous why is it there ain't a pelican living that could get in the marines
2: (laughs) why they even
3: turned me down twice
2: dearie that isn't what that means besides i think you're being too critical After all, you're not much of an expert on bird life. Who ain't? You ain't. Huh? I mean, you aren't. (laughs) Oh, oh,
3: oh, 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 the heck I aren't. (laughs) Who was it worked his way through high school raising baby chicks and even invented a slot machine that would dispense them two for a quarter? (laughs) And who was it that a chewing gum took his idea and beat him to the patent office? What chewing gum? Chicklets. (laughs) That's why I say these people like these... Come in. Oh, it's Wallace Wimple.
2: Hi, Wimple. Hello, Mr. Wimple.
4: Hello, folks.
2: We were just reading your bird book, Mr. Wimple. Hope you don't mind.
4: Oh, not at all, Mrs. McGee. I'm glad to know where I left it. I'm afraid I was rather upset when I left here last night. Yeah, we we noticed that, Wimp. Why, did I do something?
2: Well, we had the radio turned on to a political rally. Oh,
4: I remember now. A deep voice snarled, Wallace is going to get the beating of his life And I went right out the window
5: yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Silly me Hey, <laughs> how are you getting along these days
3: with her, Limp?
4: You mean, Sweetie Face? My, <laughs> my big old wife? <laughs> yes oh, About as usual We had a little tiff yesterday Believe me, Sweetie Face puts up a tough tiff
3: it
4: about, Wimp? Oh, it was nothing, really. Nothing? She came back from downtown with a new hairdo and asked me how I liked it.
2: Then?
5: <laughs> and I
4: told her.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Frankly, sweetie face, I said, it looks like an explosion in an excelsior factory. Oh. I said, or a crew haircut with mutiny on the poop deck. blame them for dyeing your hair, I said, but they waited too long to embalm it. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And then out loud, I said,
5: <laughs>
4: I said, it looks simply beautiful, dear.
3: My gosh, how could she object to that? <laughs> oh,
4: she knows me so well. She ignored the compliments on my lips and tried to slap the expression off my face. When I ducked, she... Oh, speaking of ducks, did you enjoy reading my bird book?
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: no. What? Confidentially, Wimp, this book is fuller of tripe than the inside of a cow.
4: <laughs> oh, I beg your pardon, Mr. McGee. This is the finest bird book to hear. <laughs> this is the authority on birds. It tells about the dodo bird disappearing, the migratory habits of the snow goose, how the passenger pigeon became extinct. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What was that again? You mean about the passenger pigeon? Yeah, that. Well, it says on page 49, and I quote, Mm -hmm. the passenger pigeon, which once swarmed over the North American continent by the millions, has become completely extinct. The last known passenger pigeon died in the Cincinnati Zoo in 1914. Exactly. That's just what I mean. That is a
3: falsehood. What do you mean, McGee? I mean I saw a passenger pigeon today. I've seen one every day for weeks.
4: Oh, my goodness, Mr. McGee, if what you say is true... And it is. If you actually saw a real-life passenger pigeon, why, why, any zoo in the country would pay thousands for one. You mean thousands of money?
2: Thousands of dollars for one pigeon, Mr. Wimple? Are you uh, sure it was a passenger pigeon, McGee? Why,
3: sure I'm sure it was a passenger pigeon.
2: Hey, if there weren't that kind of dough, I could trap
3: that thing and sell it for...
2: Oh my gosh! Where's my hammer? Where's my tools? I gotta make a trap.
4: Where's my screwdriver? I'll I don't cap- know, Mister McGee. I'm just a guest here. Oh, I know. I left it right here in the hall Now don't open that door,
5: McGee. Oh,
4: oh, oh. that's a wonderful trap, Mister McGee. He said it again. <laughs>
0: in the orchestra and Little White Lies.
2: Goodness, McGee! I never saw you work so fast. Oh, I got to
3: work fast, kiddo. I got to get a trap ready for that passenger pigeon before somebody else does. And it's all over town now. The pigeon? No, the news. we has been telling everybody, and I've already had a call from the zoo and one from the bird editor. But... I'll There's
2: get that. One. I'll get it. There'll be another. Seventy-nine one. Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Yes. Oh yes, he saw one, and he plans on trapping it this afternoon. What? Three thousand dollars? Oh. Oh no, I'm sorry. We can't do that. Thank you for calling. Anyway. Goodbye Hey, who was that? That was the State Ornithological Society Offering $3,000 if you catch a passenger pigeon Oh, my gosh They wanted you to write them the minute you trap it But we couldn't possibly do that Why not? Because I can't spell ornithological and neither can you <laughs>
3: That's very good reasoning We'll sell it to the zoo Z-U
2: <laughs>
3: Boy, oh boy, I knew the minute I saw that passenger pigeon Oh, hey, I better get busy
2: Come in. Oh, it's Mr. Williams,
3: the weatherman, McGee. Do come in, Mr. Williams. Thank you, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. Hi, foggy old man. I hope you don't mind if I go on working. No, no, not at all. Is Uh, that a pretty good saw you have there? Of mine? Well, it's all right, but next time get one with a heavier blade, boy. This would be okay for slicing bananas, but for sawing wood like this with nails in it, it's a little frail. (laughs)
5: Thank
2: you. Thank you. May
3: I uh, ask what you're building?
2: A pigeon trap, Mr. Williams.
3: Know anything about pigeons, Fog? No, not very much.
0: Although, like so many boys, I once raised homing pigeons. I once owned Featherling's Pink Nose the Fourth. <laughs> World's champion four times.
2: Heavenly well. days. Isn't that wonderful? Wasn't
0: it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then in 1942, I raised carrier pigeons for the United States Navy. Several of my birds were repeatedly promoted.
3: One of them became a rear admiral. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Must have been a fine democratic sight to see lieutenant commanders kneeling down to salute the pigeons
0: (laughs) Yes,
5: yes
3: (laughs) But the greatest
0: value I found for pigeons was their use in carrying weather information From one isolated post to another when I was in Australia
2: Australia, how interesting, Mm -hmm. did you see any kangaroos?
0: Oh yes, yes, I boxed three rounds with one every morning But I found the ostriches more intelligent I brought one home as a pet he broke his neck one day in New York.
3: Oh, subway accident?
0: No. No, he got frightened on Broadway and tried to stick his head in the sidewalk. <laughs>
5: well,
6: better let you get back to work, McGee. Good day. Probably. Come no on,
3: Sometimes I wonder how a guy with his imagination can work for the government when he might be making big money. Why, if he ever started writing that stuff... To...
2: I'll get it, dear. another one. 79 Whistle Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Who? Press? What'd I tell you? Oh, no, I'm sorry. We couldn't consider huh. an offer like that. Goodbye.
3: Hey, gee whiz, Molly, you're turning everybody down. What was that, Dissociated Press or United Press?
2: Whistful Vista Press Shop. Oh.
3: What kind of an offer
2: were they making? Three ninety eight. They burnt your gray slack. Yeah. <laughs> Not here. You know, McGee, you're going at that job like you knew exactly what you were doing.
3: I do? <laughs> Well, I always say that if you smile and work fast, you can fool almost anybody.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I remember one time when I was working... Hello, Molly. Hiya, Fibber. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior.
0: Hey, what's this I hear all over town about you going to trap a rare pigeon, pal? It's true, Junior. I'm gonna.
2: And this is the trap with which he's gonna.
0: Oh, that's a very elaborate-looking little bungalow, pal. Did you get a building permit for that? (laughs) No,
3: (laughs) but if there's any trouble, I can square it later. You know what they're paying for a real live passenger pigeon? No.
0: What's more, I think you're kidding.
3: The passenger pigeon has been extinct for years. Oh, no, it hasn't. Everybody thinks they're extinct, but I happen to know they're still extinct.
2: <laughs>
3: and what's more, I know where there is one. Dropped around here about four o'clock this afternoon, and I'll uh, Do
2: you know anything about pigeons, Mr. Wilcox? <laughs> uh, Mr. Williams used to raise them, he said.
0: So did I as a kid. I had one very unique little bird. Uh, Walked with his feet pointed outwards. What
2: was so unique about that?
0: He was the only people-toed pigeon I ever saw.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Incidentally, it was <laughs> fooling around that pigeon loft in
3: my boyhood that really made me what I am today. And what are you am today, Junior? Remembering, of course, that there are ladies present. I... Uh, I'm always glad to have ladies present when I tell them who I am.
0: Mm. I'm a Johnson self-pouching oh. blowcoat salesman.
2: Yeah, but what has that to do with pigeons, Mr. Scott?
0: Why, that's simple, Molly. Every bride knows when the cooing is over and the billing starts, small economies add up to large savings. Oh. And Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is not only a money saver, but a time and labor saver, too. Yeah, but what I've got... The pig- Besides the years it adds to life, your kitchen linoleum, glow coat also pays off handsomely in dividends of pride and satisfaction. Pige- pride in a gleaming, well-kept kitchen, and the satisfaction of knowing that glow coat's tough wax film is guarding your linoleum floor coverings against dirt and dust and buildings. Yeah, those pigeons you raise, you're Absolutely, pal. Pig- when I think of the happy years I've spent selling glow coat... I realize how much I owe to those little pigeons of mine. Oh, oh how cute. Bless their little hearts. Yeah. May I use your phone?
2: Help yourself, Mr. Yeah,
0: you go help. ahead. I owe you a nickel anyway. Thanks. <laughs> Hello, operator. Uh, Wistful Vista 1096, please. Hello, Mrs. Wilcox. This is Harlow Wilcox, the Johnson's blow-coat representative, your husband. <laughs> Look, baby, I'm taking you out to dinner tonight. I know, but I'm hungry for some squab. See you at six. Goodbye. So long,
2: folks. Goodbye. Oh, my, Mr. Wilcox has a very sensitive appetite, hasn't he?
3: Yeah, he's a little like I used to be when I worked at the tea company as a teetotaler.
2: Why, you never told me. You never told me that, dearie, that you used to total up tea.
3: I never casually mentioned being a teetotaler and totaling tea for the Tea for Two Tea Company.
2: You never did.
3: Well, pull up a chair, baby. (laughs) It was like this, you see. There were three of us there at the tea company, see. Two tea tasters whose task was to test the tea for taste, and me, the tea totaler, who totaled up the tea the tea taster tasted as fast as they gave it the taste test, you yeah. see. Yeah. Well, sir, those two tiny tea tasters used to try to trip me up by tasting tea twice as fast as I could total the tea they tasted. And between their tea tasting and my tea totaling, we really tested tea. <laughs> taste it, toss out the tea that tasted bad, while I told the tea that tasted good, while the two tea tasters tasted more tea in between the tea tasting and the tea totaling, the toe teetling, the, the tea testing, the tea timing. Hold the... it,
5: dearie. Oh.
2: <laughs> Company, come in, come in. Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Come on in. Hello, Molly. Hi,
3: short subject.
2: Hey, what's going on around here? Well, you must be the only one in town who hasn't heard, Doctor. He himself here is about to trap a passenger pigeon this afternoon.
3: Oh, stop. Even little fall guy here knows there aren't any more passenger pigeons. They've been extinct for years. (laughs) That's what you think, Doctor. You and everybody else. But I happen to know they're not extinct. I happen to know they're still extinct.
2: He's going to prove it, too, Doctor, by catching one. He's got a great big trap.
3: He has, indeed. (laughs) He's got the great biggest trap in town. And the loudest. And the hardest one to shut.
2: And the one Ah, oh, to...
3: she means this pigeon trap I'm building, fatso. Oh, so that's a pigeon trap, is it? Yes yeah. uh, How would it work if it did?
2: Yes, you haven't showed me yet either, McGee. If it's as confusing to the pigeon as it is to me. Well,
3: it will be, don't worry. First, I bait the trap, you see. Oh, with maybe some cracker crumbs. Well, why go to all that expense? Looks very crummy as it is. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I bait the trap and the pigeon walks into door A here, you see. Uh-huh stepping on trigger B, which closes door C in back then.
2: Proceed, Mr. Goldberg. Or may we call you Rube?
3: When the pigeon hears the door close, he looks around in surprise, sees himself in mirror D here, and thinks it's another pigeon here, see? You certainly understand the workings of a bird's brain, bird brain. (laughs) I suppose he breaks the mirror and has seven years' bad luck. No. When he picks mirror D, that rings bell E. Man, I rush out, bring the trap in the house, open the lid, he gets loose in the living room, and between me and Molly and a butterfly net, it should be a fence from there on. Simple? No, it's much too complicated. The greatest ideas are the simplest ideas. Like the way I used to catch rabbits.
2: How was that, Doctor?
3: With a hair net. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where's my medicine bag? I'm making myself sick.
5: Oh, it's out of the (laughs) box.
0: A bird <laughs> a Dickie Bird song. And Dickie Bird whispered, Have
1: you heard? Spring is here, spring is here, spring is here. A little crow sang a happy hello, my favorite time of the year. A little frog sang a song vlog, Lose your blues, lose your blues, lose your blues, And you and I fell in love and reply, I'm hearing them. reason for such a wonderful thing. You can blame it on the sentimental season. Falling in love is done in the lose your blue, and you and I fell in love in reply, on hearing the birds' news. If you have to look around to find a reason, for such a wonderful thing, you can blame it on the sentimental season, falling in love is always a thing to do, do, do in the spring, the bobble wink looks at us with a wink, <laughs> at a book. Swinging all, singing a dicky bird song. Spring is here, spring is here, spring
5: is
3: here. There, there's the trap ready to set, Molly. Boy, oh boy! Imagine picking up a fast ten thousand bucks just for bagging one pigeon.
2: Well, it's nice. But do you think a bird in the hand is worth two people like us spending so much time? Hey, today?
3: what time is it? Three
2: forty-seven. Oh my
3: gosh, it's almost time. Well,
2: it's time. Something happened. Look out that window. People all over our lawn. Yeah,
3: I know. Newspapers have all sent guys, and the radio stations have got sound trucks out there. Kind of exciting, huh?
2: Why not? It's like somebody trapping a live unicorn.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> or capturing a full-grown Democrat in Vermont. <laughs> 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 Heavenly days. A pigeon that's supposedly been extinct since nineteen fourteen. Oh
3: my gosh! Another newspaper photographer. I've been famous for two hours now, and I'm getting sick of it already.
2: You are not. Oh, you're loving every minute of
3: it. You said it.
2: Come in. Oh, my goodness, it's the old-timer. Hello there, Mr. Old-timer. Oh, hi, old-timer. I haven't got time right now to
3: bat the fat, so you. What's all
6: the excitement, kids. Huh? <laughs> Yards full of cameramen, newspaper reporters, and a flower bed full of people. What's all the excitement? <laughs> well, himself here's going to trap a rare pigeon, Mr. Old-timer. Pigeon, eh? Yeah, a rare pigeon. Papa used to raise pigeons when I was a lad. Is that so? Even now, when I wake up in the morning, I can imagine I hear them. Hundreds of pigeons fluttering past the window, murmuring, A.M., A.M., A.M. A.M.? What kind of pigeons were those? Morning, doves, Johnny. <laughs> Afternoon, Doves. Go P.M., P.M., P.M.,
2: Well, the one that he's after is a passenger pigeon, old-timer. Probably the last and only living one in the world. Yeah,
3: worth a pile of dough, too, old-timer. Everybody thinks the last known passenger pigeon died in the Cincinnati Zoo in
6: 1914. Yes, I know, Johnny. July 5th, 536 in the evening. Well, how do you know so much about it? I was there, daughter. (laughs) I was the bird head keeper at the Cincinnati Zoo at the
3: time. (laughs) You mean the head bird keeper.
6: I mean the bird head keeper. Used to comb and brush all the little heads. <laughs> Millie was my favorite, too. Millie. That was the passenger pigeon, kid. Smartest bird I ever took care of. Smarter a human being in lots of ways. What you mean? Well, for instance, I hold out my finger like this. And you jump up and balance on it for fifteen minutes just by wiggling your tail? <laughs> well, no, but Ah, Dr. poor little Millie. Sure busted me up when she passed on. But I give her the finest funeral any pigeon ever had American Legion marks, Shriners drill team done maneuvers with bird calls And thousands of school kids lying the streets Waving little Harvard pennants
2: Harvard pennants? Why not American flags?
6: This was the 5th of July, daughter You ever try to buy an American flag on July 5th?
2: <laughs> now
3: just a darn minute, old-timer I was in Cincinnati that week And I don't remember anything about that like that
6: Johnny, you ought to You was responsible for Millie's passing How was I? Well, sir, there was a vocal act in town that we called McGee and Nittany. Oh, McGee and Nittany.
3: Oh, that's right, McGee and Nittany. Snappy songs and witty sayings. Carried our own cyclorama in a
2: magenta spot, and we opened the. Now, quiet, one... dear. Huh? I want to hear about Little Millie. Go on, Mr. Oldtimer. Thank you.
6: Well, it it seems like Little Millie, out for an hour's exercise, had been seen flying through the alley back of the theater and heard part of the act. And that done it. <laughs> Done what? She beat herself to death against the stage door trying to reach that corn.
5: <laughs> Shame
6: on you, Johnny, and so on.
2: <laughs> I bet he made that up.
3: Why, certainly. It wasn't the act we had that killed all the birds, it was all the birds we got that killed the act.
2: <laughs> well,
3: let's go, kiddo. I got the trap. Open the door. Come on. <laughs> Quiet, everybody. Stand back there. Let me through. Come on, Molly.
5: Come on, Molly.
3: Come on out to the curb here, Molly. You can all see my rear passenger pigeon as soon as I catch him. He'll be here any minute. Quiet now. You'll scare him away. Quiet.
2: Here he comes, Molly. There he comes. Look, Molly, the passenger pigeon... Where, McGee? I can't see him. That bus is in the way. Look on top of the bus. There he is. When I go on the bus, you hand me the trap For that bird? Why, that just looks like an ordinary post office pigeon to me, McGee. Well, that's just a plain pigeon. That's a passenger pigeon. He's been riding on top of that bus all day. He's a passenger, isn't he? He's riding that bus. He's a passenger pigeon. That's a passenger pigeon. I tell you, he's still sick. He's been riding that bus all day.
0: A few minutes and a bit of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is the investment. A bright, shining kitchen linoleum is the return on that investment. It's as simple as that. Glow coat shines as it dries. Without rubbing or buffing, your kitchen linoleum will sparkle and gleam with a new, lustrous beauty. Colors will seem fresher and more brilliant. The whole room will be a brighter, more pleasant place to work. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat will protect your valuable linoleum from wear, too. That tough coat of gleaming wax adds years of service and beauty. Then, too, a floor protected by glow coat is so easy to keep clean. A once over lightly with a damp cloth will whisk away all dust, dirt, and spilled things. Next time your kitchen linoleum needs attention, invest a few minutes and a bit of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. You'll be delighted with the sparkling beauty that such a small investment will bring. You'll find the Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is the quick, easy way to bring out the beauty of your home.
1: Look on the bright side, shine up the right
3: side Bring out the beauty of the hall Ah, oh, when I think of the dough we could have made How famous we could have been It's disgusting
2: Oh, now don't worry about it, dearie Well, this
3: don't throw me, kiddo I'll make a comeback I can hold my head up I can still smile Good You taught me one thing, though That old saying is so true Never count your pigeons until they're catched. (laughs) Don't you get it, Molly? Jiminy, I says, don't... It ain't
2: funny, McGee. I'll
3: say it ain't. It's disgusting. Good
2: night. Good night, all.
0: (laughs) The makers of Johnson's Wax Products, racing Wisconsin, bring you Fiddler McGee, and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again
3: next Tuesday night, won't you? Good night.